Welcome to Abergavenny Baptist Church. Life, faith, together. Our, our Bible reading is from Hebrews chapter 10 and then verses 19 to 25. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Well, today we, we've come to the end of our series, Frontline Sundays. And the big idea within the series is that we all have front lines and God has specifically placed us on our front line because he has a, a plan and a purpose for us on our front lines. You see, God wants to advance his kingdom in us and through us on our front lines. Now, if you've just jumped into the series, you might be thinking, wow, that sounds amazing. But what is a frontline? Well, a frontline is the everyday place where you live, work, study or play, where you are likely to connect with people who aren't Christians. It's the place where you spend most of your time with the people that you most naturally connect to doing the things that you normally do. And so it's a place of possibility and potential. And and we all have front lines from, from, a, from a school child to a retiree. We, we all have front lines. You see, what we do on a Monday to a, a Saturday is just as important as what we do on a Sunday. The church is a, a body of people gathering together for worship and then scattering out into the world. And so on Sundays, we gather together for worship. And then from, from Monday to, to Saturday, we are scattered into our front lines so that we can live out our faith and make a difference for the kingdom of God. And today we're going to be looking at the, the importance of gathering together for Together we grow. You see, if you're going to be fruitful when you're scattered onto your front lines, then, then we have to be faithful in gathering together for worship. To continue to have an impact, we, we need to stay strong and encourage. We, we need each other. We, as the red dots, need to stay red in a sea of gray dots. And, and so it's important that uh, we make sure that we don't gray out, 
that we don't lose our distinctiveness, that we don't merely blend in with the surrounding culture. And the way we we ensure that we don't gray out is by gathering together on Sundays for worship so that we can encourage each other, inspire each other, and so that God can minister to us afresh by His Holy Spirit and empower us and enable us to shine. Uh, to, to shine in our scattered context, to make a difference for the kingdom of God. You see, our scattered and our gathered lives are irrevocably connected. And this is clearly seen in our Bible passage today in Hebrews chapter 10 and verses 19 to 25. And the point of this passage is that we need each other. However, Hebrews 10 doesn't start with us. It starts with God. You see, it, it, it starts with the good news, the good news of what Jesus has done for us. Our lives are lived in response to what God has first done for us. And so we read in, in verses 19 to 20. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way opened for us through the curtain that is his body. Okay, now now this might sound a little a little confusing, but but over here what the what the writer is doing is is he's comparing the old way of the temple with its sacrifices and its priesthood to the way of Jesus, which is so much better. Uh, you see, in, in the old temple, uh, no one was allowed to enter the most holy place, uh, the place where God's presence was. Only the high priest, only once a year, only after making a whole lot of sacrifices, would the high priest be able to enter into the most holy place on the people's behalf. But everyone else had to stay outside. But through faith in Jesus, we can enter the most holy place, the very presence of God. Because of what Jesus did for us, we, we, we can be forgiven and we can enter into the very intimate presence of God. You see, Jesus has opened up a whole new way where we don't need to go to the temple in Jerusalem. We don't need to make sacrifices. We don't need to go through a high priest. We don't need to remain outside. No. Through faith in Jesus, we have direct access to the very intimate presence of God. And, and this is the good news. This is the good news of what Jesus has done for us. And in light of this, in light of this good news, the writer of Hebrews suggests that we should do three things. Firstly, in verse 22, let us draw near to God. Secondly, in verse 23, let us hold on to hope. And then thirdly, in verse 24, let us spur one another on. So let's have a look at all three in turn. So we'll start off by looking at, let us draw near to God. And we read in verse 21 to 22. And since we have a great priest, that's Jesus, over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with full assurance that faith brings, having 
our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience. Now that Jesus has opened up a whole new way for us to enter into the very presence of God, don't remain outside anymore. You know, come on in and enjoy this intimate presence of God. Draw near to God. So draw near to God with full assurance that that, that we are forgiven and that we have been cleansed from a guilty conscience. Knowing that God is waiting for you. You you are now a child of God and he wants you to, to have fellowship with him. He wants to have fellowship with you. How do we do this? Well, by simply putting our faith in Jesus and by gathering together for worship. Now, now of course, we can all experience the, the, the presence of God by ourselves anywhere and at any time. But, but there's a real spiritual dynamic involved when the people of God gather together for worship. God's presence is more, more, more profoundly and uniquely experienced in the context of believers gathering for worship. Uh, and that's why uh, in, in verse 20, uh, 21, it starts by saying, Since we have a great priest, that's Jesus, over the house of God. What is the house of God? Well, in the Old Testament, the house of God was the temple. People had to go to the temple. But in the book of Hebrews, the house of God is not referring to the temple. It's referring to the people of God, those who have put their faith in Jesus. Now, this is very clearly seen in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 6, where it says, But Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are his house. And it's also why Jesus says in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20, he says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I with them. And and that's why it's so important. It's it's vital that we gather together for worship each week as a priority, because when we do so, uh, even as we're doing so right now virtually, when we do so, we enter into the very intimate presence of God. There's a very unique and a profound spiritual dynamic at play when we gather together. Particularly when we gather together physically in a building, but but also as we gather together virtually online. And then secondly, let us hold on to hope. We read in verse 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. We need to hold on tightly to, to, our, to our hope, to our faith in Jesus. There are so many, many things where that would tempt us to, to give up following Jesus or at least grow cold in our faith, especially when we're out on our front line. And so we need to hold on. And, and the verb hold on has this, this energetic ring to it, a, a real determination and effort in the face of opposition and criticism and, and discouragement. We need to hold on. We, we need to hold on unswervingly, without wavering. Uh, this is, is, is not an on-off business. Uh, not something to be engaged in only when it suits us or, or when we have time. No, 
we need to hold on, on unswervingly. But, but again, how do we do this? By, by, by trying really, really hard? By, by putting in more effort? By, by putting us on a guilt trip? No, that will never work. We can only do this by divine aid. And that's why uh, in verse 21, sorry, verse 23 ends with a promise. He who promised is faithful. It's only by gathering together to worship God and by opening ourselves up to God that, that, that God will empower us and enable us and inspire us to hold unswervingly to the, to the hope that we profess. And then thirdly, let us spur one another on. We read in verse 24, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. Now, the, now the word spur, it's a strong word. It, it, it has this idea of inciting and provoking one another. It's a, and so it's a strange word to be linked with, with love and good deeds. But its strength suggests the importance of helping one another to live out our faith on our front lines. We can so so easily grow grow weary of doing good and grow weary of loving others. People can become so ungrateful or or even take advantage of us. And our best efforts may not seem to lead to any lasting change. And so it's easy to, to just give up. And therefore it's absolutely vital for us to not give up meeting together but but rather to to gather to to meet up regularly to gather regularly on a sunday and in our life groups so that we can spur each other on and and sometimes even challenge each other but always help each other and encourage each other not to give up to keep on going to support each other and to to help each other to, for our life and witness on our front line to help each other to be more attentive to God's purpose for us on our front line. You see, the, the way of the kingdom is not natural. It doesn't come naturally. We, we need to act in ways that, that don't always come easy to us. Things like forgiveness and, and putting others first. Things like humility. Things like patience and integrity, even things like compassion, they, they don't come naturally to us. And so we need each other. We need to help each other. We need to inspire each other. And we need to remind each other of the bigger story, to, to, to remind each other that our front line is important to God and that we, we are making a difference for God on our front lines, even if we, we don't see it. We need people around us who are going to encourage us to walk in the way of the kingdom, to walk like Jesus. We, we can't do this by ourselves. We need each other. And that's why it's vital that we gather together regularly 
as a priority. And the really good thing about this is that it's it's not about us trying really, really hard uh, to turn over a new leaf or, or, or to summon up all the energy to become a better person. No. For the Holy Spirit is involved in this, inspiring us and empowering us. And, and, and when, we gather to, when we gather together for worship. But so are people involved in this. Uh, you know, fellow believers in, in our church, fellow believers in, in your life group. It's not the Holy Spirit alone. It's the Holy Spirit working through the lives of people, the church. The church gathering together online right now. We need each other. Because together we grow. And so we gather together. When we come into, when we gather together, we come into the very presence of God. And when we, we sing and we pray and we take communion and we read the Bible and we listen to God's word being proclaimed and we listen to people's testimonies, we experience the presence of God in a very profound and unique way. We, we receive fresh mercy and, and grace from the very, very throne of God. And we are reminded of who we are. We are a child of God. And, and, and we're loved by God. And we're forgiven by His grace. And we are, are reminded that God has a plan and a purpose for our life. He wants to establish His kingdom in us and through us on our front lines. And so we are infinitely significant to God. And our front lines are infinitely significant to God. And through our worship, the, the Holy Spirit empowers us and enables us to hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. And as we, we gather together, we are mutually encouraged and, and we inspire each other. We spur one another on towards love and good deeds. We spur each other to be fruitful on our front line. You see, we can't do this by ourselves. We need each other. We, it's impossible to be a Christian and to live a Christian life in isolation or by yourself. Jesus' people belong together. We are his body, his church. And so, it is only by gathering together regularly, that we can ensure that we won't gray out, that we won't lose our distinctiveness and become the same as the surrounding culture. You see, we, as, as, as the red dots, need to stay red in a sea of gray dots. And the only way that we can ensure that we don't gray out is by gathering together on Sundays so that we can encourage each other and so that we can inspire each other and so that God can minister to us afresh by His Holy Spirit and empower us so that we can shine in our scattered contexts and make a difference for the kingdom of God on our front lines from Monday to Saturday. We're going to pause now and reflect on what God might be saying to us today. And we're going to be doing this by watching a short 
video. Uh, and then after the video, I'm going to close in prayer, but it's going to be a commissioning prayer. We are going to be commissioning you as missionaries on your front line. You know, so often we only commission pastors, ministers, and, and children's workers, and family workers, and, and, and overseas missionaries. But you are just as much a missionary on your front line. And so we're going to be commissioning you and your ministry on your front line. But first, we're going to pause and reflect on what God might be saying to us as we watch this short film right now. Gathered. Welcomed. Celebrated. Restored. Gathered together. Encouraged. Supported. Loved. Reminded who God is. Hearts awed by His majesty. Eyes seeing fresh. The wonder of grace. Thankful for his awesome, unwavering love. Reminded who I am. And all I have received. Challenged. Equipped. Renewed. Commissioned. Ready. Sent. our commissioning prayer and we're going to be commissioning you for your ministry on your front line and the way we're going to do this is I'm going to be saying the words in in uh, white and then if you respond in the words that are that are in yellow and if you're on on um, Facebook uh, when we get to the point on the yellow, the way you can affirm that you're in agreement, the way you can say, with the help of God, we will, is, is simply by hitting the like button. Let's go through our commissioning prayer. As followers of Jesus, will you embrace your front lines as places of possibility and potential in the purposes of God? Will you believe that God is already at work in these places? And will you give yourself unreservedly to his purposes in you and through you, whoever you are? Will you trust God with big things and small things that you do day by day and seek to make all that you do on your front lines as part of your worship of him? Will you learn to rely on him, his power, his love and his grace? Whatever you do, help As sons and daughters of your Heavenly Father, will you believe that, you, you, that your value, your worth, your significance and your life on the front line flow first from this identity? Will you embrace the joy and the freedom of being a child of God 
whoever you are. As the body of Jesus, will you commit to encouraging and helping one another flourish in Christ and be fruitful on your front lines? Will you learn to be the people of God, gathered and scattered, helping one another to make all the difference in the world? We affirm your call to follow Jesus in all your life, including life on your front line. We commission you to this life and work and pledge to you our prayers, encouragement and support. And now for a final prayer. May the Holy Spirit guide and strengthen you that in this and in all things you will know Christ and seek to make Him known to the glory of God the Father. And may the blessing of God go with you. Amen. For more information, please visit our website at abergavennybaptist.co.uk.